week on the Tech on Tap podcast, we discuss the latest changes to ONTAP System Manager in 9.8. Welcome to the Tech on Tap podcast with Justin Parisi. I love NetApp. Oh, yeah. NetApp. I love this company. Zipok. Zipok. I love NetApp because it's so funny. <laughs> Hello and welcome to the Tech on Tap podcast. My name is Justin Parisi. I'm here in the basement of my house and with me today we have a couple of people from the system manager product team uh, to talk about, of course, system manager. Uh, So with us today, formerly known as Dr. Desktop, uh, Chris Gephardt. Hi. Hey, Justin. I'm now Mr. Manageability. Mr. Manageability. All right, Mr. Manageability. So um, if people aren't aware of who you are, can you tell us what you do here at NetApp and how to reach you? Sure. So I've been with NetApp for uh, almost 17 years now, um, and I've been a TME for the last 10, um, working on, as you mentioned earlier, desktop virtualization, um, the Max Data product. And now I'm working with the manageability team. So work with the product management team, the engineering teams, uh, and the technical marketing teams to work to provide a, a similar user experience and help the engineering team understand the requirements and and work with customers to evangelize the products that we have and use to manage our systems. So you work with the engineers? Is that- yes, and I take the requirements to the from product management to the engineers. So would you say that system manager is the ultimate jump to conclusions, Matt? I think it actually is. I really do. <laughs> awesome. All right. Uh, also with us today, Yijiao Zhang is here. Uh, so Yijiao, what do you do here at NetApp? How do we reach you? I am a technical marketing engineer uh, for system manager. I work on uh, manageability uh, solutions. In the past, I worked on unified manager, um, service level manager, and now I work with closely with uh, Chris, engineering team, PM team to get the system manager um, to the next generation. And um, uh, quite exciting journey. And we're getting new features, enhancements in 9.8. And you know, we can't wait to talk about them. To reach me, you can you know, email me, email at netapp.com. All right, excellent. So if you're familiar with System Manager, you'll know that it's had a long journey. Uh, we started out with Filer View in seven mode days where you could have a web browser. And then we moved to an off-box utility where you could install a Java-based uh, application, which I think everybody hated. Uh, <laughs> and then we moved back on box because people like to have it on box. But now we're on we're in a new phase of, of System Manager. And the drive is simplicity. Um, so Chris... Can you kind of give me an idea of what simplicity means for system managers since simplicity can mean a lot of different things for a lot of different people? Yeah, I think the most common misconception is that simplicity is about removing nerd knobs, right? And while that is part of it, I think simplicity is really, we take it from a holistic approach. So, you know, when we design our interfaces, we're looking at how the user interacts with the system. Um, Is there data that we can use um, within the system or within our AIQ database to basically make those decisions either simpler or provide the, you know, smart defaults for uh, a given option. So take, for example, uh, thin provisioning. We see the vast majority of our customers running AFF using thin provisioning. So, you know, they want to save money. They don't want to over provision. Doesn't make sense if we let them choose or don't 
pick a default that is based on what the majority of our customers are doing, right? Same thing with one of the features we're, we're calling balance placement. We have all this data within the system. We know ONTAP knows how the system is running. It knows historically what has been going on. And so if you think about a large cluster, we could have up to 24 nodes. And where do you place the next volume or the next lift or object, right? And so ONTAP understanding you know, all these performance metrics and where the capacity is, is able to make these decisions for the customer, just like the cloud, right? Nobody says, well, I want this storage to be placed on this particular server in the cloud. It's give me a service level, give me a, a amount of capacity that you need, an, the amount of protection you need, and it provisions it. You don't care where it is because it's just, it's managed for you. So ONTAP can do the same sort of things. And we can use System Manager now to automatically place this data where ONTAP believes is the best spot. Of course, you don't want to do that. You can use the CLI or API to be able to put it where you want. But ONTAP knows historically and, and what's currently happening and can place the data in the best part. So simplicity is not really from just the dumb down the interface it's actually make the operating system smarter so that you don't have to do a lot of the legacy things that you had to do, right? Short stroking a disk. When was the last time we had to do that? Media has evolved, management's evolved. So we don't need to do those types of things that we used to do because technology has improved. And from you know UI perspective, right? Simplicity is not nothing new, right? We have seen that on Unified Manager. We have seen that on the previous version, the 9.7 version of System Manager. We have streamlined a lot of the workflows. Um, now you can just you know simply create a volume within a few clicks, right? How easy is that, right? And we also did uh, streamlining um, setup process for uh, MCC, for example. We're going to talk about that and and also um, upgrade on top. So those are uh, super easy now with the simplicity design. So it sounds like, you know, we're moving away from the guided things like where we have the wizards and we're moving more towards fewer clicks and, you know, faster outcomes to what we're trying to do. Is that that something that sounds correct with what we're doing today? Yeah, I think overall we're trying to declutter the interface, um, right? If you have a thousand things to be able to choose, how do you know which one you should choose, right? If we set it by default, um, is that really what you need? It gives you the ability to shoot yourself in the foot a lot of times, right? When you don't know, and we have data that says that this is really the best way and follows our best practices, why would we give you a way to violate our best practices? Right. I think the perfect example of that is number of disks in, a, in a, a storage tier or a local tier. Right. We used to call them aggregates. Now we're calling them local tiers. We have a best practice doc that has, you know, for this particular media, for this particular thing, we, this is the number of, of disks that you want. Why would we give you that option if we are we know what the best practice is, right? So system manager implements those best practices for you. Um, so you don't have to read those docs. Now, again, you want to violate them. You know you're getting more disks in the future. Sure, you can go ahead and, and provision it via the CLI and you know, knowing that you're getting another 24 drives in a couple of weeks, you can carve it out however you want. So if I'm a new customer and I open up system manager for the first time, how do I know to go to the CLI for these things? How do I know when something's missing? Do I have any sort of way of being told this or is it just something I have to innately know? 
well, hopefully it's going to be intuitive enough that you don't need to know, right? So you don't know what you're missing if you don't, if you never knew it was there, right? And so if we give you the ability to provision storage, monitor storage, provide access to hosts and initiators and all the things that regardless of any of the storage vendors, you're familiar with that concept, you'll be able to do it. You don't have to know NetApp specific terminology and clustered ONTAP based terminology to use system manager. So the reality is for 90 plus percent of the customers, they shouldn't have to go to the CLI, right? And if there's a reason to, then we have to look at, okay, well, is it something that is, that's your best practice, not necessarily NetApp's best practice? Is it something that you've just, well, I've always clicked that box. Now that box isn't there. Um, but do you know why you were really clicking that box? Maybe we've set it now as a smart default. So you don't need to actually set that particular value. When we look at the new customer, right? And the one that's never touched on tap before, they have no history. Us old folks, right? We've been around on tap for 20 plus years. And so we have a way that we operate. We know the things that make up the underlying on tap operating system. And so we've held on to those practices and habits, let's call them, when we really don't need to, right? When ONTAP is becoming more intelligent, us old timers have to realize that, oh, you know, NetApp is actually trying to do things for me more intelligently so that I don't have to spend my time you know, like I said, trying to figure out where that next object is to be placed because it takes spreadsheets and performance, you know, data and capacity data to understand that and trending information. Untap already knows these things. Yeah, exactly. So if you're new user to system manage, you'll be able to pick it up right away. The UI is done very intuitively. So you can find things you need and we have a search bar. So you ever need to search for things you can't find the UI, you can use this very powerful uh, search bar on top. So we encourage you to try it out and we, we have early access lab. We encourage you to try it when it's released. Um, just, you know, take a look at yourself and you will find it's very easy to use. So partner or, or NetApp individual, you can go into our lab on demand, or if you're a customer, you can download the RC candidate when it's available and put that in your lab. So as far as the piece where you mentioned Active IQ informing some of our decisions of why we made some changes to best practices, what happens if the best practices change? Does that mean that the next release of ONTAP that I upgrade to is going to change that best practice? Absolutely. And, yeah. And, and what about the stuff that's already there? Is it going to modify that for me? Well, that really depends, right? So if it's something that, you know, a new feature or function that, that ONTAP is now doing, or we've introduced a, a, a new data protection, whatever, or new LUN sizes, older versions may not have those particular features. And so we may or may not, depending upon what it exactly is, um, go back and actually bring that to a previous version. So ONTAP is going to evolve. The number of features and the limits are going to evolve. And now we are enforcing those limits and providing those best practices within System Manager. And at the time of, let's say, provisioning a LUN, right now we're, we have guardrails on the provisioning process so that if you can't provision a, a 15 petabyte volume, um, it's not going to let you, right? It will limit you based on the platform, the version of the operating system, and the 
underlying drive type um, so that you don't have to read those best practice docs. I still encourage that you do, but you don't have to read them and pull them out every time you want to provision something to look at, well, can I do this? ONTAP will or will not let you based on the best practices and the limits that are set within the system manager UI. And those are continually evolving and will change with the version of ONTAP. So let's take the thin provisioning example. You know, Let's say for some reason we change the best practice for thin provisioning. Does that mean my volumes will go back to space guarantees or am I going to leave those grandfathered in? Those types of things. I don't believe that we would change anything that would have the potential to disrupt your data access or availability, right? If I was to thick provision something after being thin, I could give a no space issue. I could have a no space issue. So newly provisioned things, we will use the the new method. We don't retro, we won't retroactively, you know, there may be edge cases where we would change a default for security, for example, right? Where we may no longer allow a particular cipher for security and remove that or disable it by default, right? So customers may have to go and turn it on to provide a certain level of security. We've found vulnerabilities and, you know, bug reports have been filed. And so we may do something like that, but it's going to be not without warning. And during the upgrade process, it should say this is going to be modified or changed if it's something that is impactful like that. But yeah, I don't think we're going to be uh, setting and changing things that would uh, disrupt data access as that's the purpose of our highly available six nines available storage is to not do those types of things. Yeah. And that makes sense. I, you know, but I think that question would be top of mind for people, you know, worried about changes being made without their knowledge. Absolutely. I understand that System Manager had a pretty major overhaul in the 9.7 release. In fact, it was so major that we kind of phased it in with like a preview mode 9.6 so we could get feedback. And then we moved into it in 9.7 and made it official. So what exactly went into that? Like, how did we revamp it and what was done? Well, I'll I'll kind of lead it off, and then I'll let Yuzel go into the details as he's been the system manager TME through this this evolution. Um, and I think really where it started and and where this change is being introduced was that we're moving away from our proprietary Zappy API to a RESTful interface, and so. With doing that, we as as the system manager, TME and management team, we have to interact with ONTAP differently, right? So we had to basically create a new interface that would support the underlying changes and, and migration to REST. And so we're going to be deprecating Zappy um, over the next couple of years. No new innovation is going into it. And so we want to make sure that from a usability perspective that we are providing the users with what they need. We're providing a programmatic interface that is modern and current and and that is not proprietary and gives our customers the ability to manage it in a simpler way, right? Manage just the storage in a simpler way, having those new underlying features being added to ONTAP to do more intelligent things like data placement, smart defaults, et cetera, et cetera. That's exactly why um, we're making those changes. And, um, you know, REST is the way to go and it's modern architecture. And that's what we're trying to do with the 9.7 and the 9.8. Uh, the REST API for ONTAP were available since 9.6 uh, version of ONTAP, right? So in the 9.7, we really did like exactly what, like, what Justin said, uh, we did a 
preview for the folks. Um, you know, pretty much want to give them a a early uh, view of the, the the new UI and see how they react to it. And we realized that you know we have a lot of positive feedback, and we have you know people telling us where they want things to go. And we took all those feedback seriously, and we implement uh, the, a lot of those in the 9.8 version of a, a system manager. So. In the 9.8, you're going to see a one version of um, System Manager, uh, the the new UI alone by itself. Uh, the one of the reasons is you know we we're, we're no longer supporting a lot of the Zappy operations and it's just the old classic version is uh, is obsolete. Right. So and we realize you, you will realize eventually once you start using it, a lot of those old functionalities in the classic UI you can achieve that in the new UI and the information is embedded. Uh, in the new UI, and you can expand different uh, UI windows to get those information. So we actually have contents. Uh, we have insight sessions, we have videos and blogs to get you ready for the new UI. If you ever have questions, you can utilize those contents. Uh, so worry-free. Like we've said, it's it, this is an evolution, right? So in 9.6, it was read-only. In 9.7, it was incomplete, right? That's why Classic was the default. In 9.8, it is it is complete to the point where most of the workflows that were in Classic um, have default set or are really usable, right? But I don't think we want to say that we're done yet, right? This is still an evolution and we're still taking feedback through the early validation program um, or the early access program. Um, and, you know, engineering has a long list of things that we're going to be doing to enhance the usability. Again, feel free to provide us feedback to our email addresses. Like I said, it's a work in progress. So we're going to be adding to it, expanding upon it, providing better usability for the different workflows. You kind of touched on 9.8 being better than 9.7. In what ways is 9.8 better than 9.7? Like, how do we improve? Well, first, we're much more complete with the underlying REST APIs, right? So in 9.7, we didn't have all of the underlying ONTAP APIs that System Manager can use, right? Because they're really two different products, right? ONTAP has to have the underlying capability of doing something before System Manager can can utilize that. So we are in a, in a multi-year transition from Zappy to REST, and therefore the UI is going to develop over, over time as well. So System Manager is pretty much dependent on REST API, and this is something I've run into a few times as well, where REST API might not have certain functionality that System Manager would like to use, but it can't because it's not there. So how do you rectify that? How do you guys communicate? This is a difficult challenge, right? We have different technical groups within the engineering organization that are focused on different uh, underlying technologies, right? So the SAN team and the NAS team and the Flex Groups team and, you know, all of these different teams and System Manager has these underlying dependencies. So we look at how our customers are using the, our systems through the AIQ data. We also have technical advisory boards that many of our large and, you know, even some smaller customers, uh, as well as our partners, all can contribute to providing their feedback on overall usability or features. So we take that feedback from our customers and partners and even on our internal sales teams, right, that have been using this stuff for a long time. And engineering and product management then look at, okay, this underlying thing is not available within ONTAP. So ONTAP has to deliver that first before system manager can 
can utilize it. And so it's a dance, right? It's a coordinated dance to make sure that the underpinnings are there so that the system manager team can expose the feature out to the end user. So for the, some of the operations are not supported by REST uh, API, and therefore you cannot re- really use the system manager UI for that, you can still rely on the CLI environment. Or Zappy for that matter, right? I mean, we we have, um, you know, we will continue to support Zappy for, for so many years from a functionality perspective. But once we get to that point where we are feature complete, then we will deprecate Zappy entirely, right? It, it, again, this is a progression. We're not there yet. We're working to get there. Things like Ansible can help configuration management as well. But again, we're not feature complete with REST. So Ansible may not be able to do some of the things that uh, a very seasoned graybeard may be able to, may want to do. So the CLI is, is that fallback then. So I know that REST API has a way to pass through CLI commands. Is, does system manager have the ability to do that? Or is that something that's not even like being considered? We don't want to do that. That's, that's really bad programmatic practice, right? I mean, while technically possible, um, the, the real answer is to not do that. That's a kind of a hack, right? So um, we want to build the APIs and, and do it in a much more efficient manner um, than using ONTAP resources in a much more inefficient manner. Does that make sense? Yeah, it makes sense. So we're not getting that Java CLI back like we had in FileView? <laughs> not a chance. <laughs> it was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, uh, so as far as ONTAP 9.8 goes, I mean, what sort of changes can we expect for system manager? You know, what's been added? We did so many enhancements in 9.8. For example, like if you have an MCC setup and you'll be able to see that on dashboard um, and that's where you can start configuration right away. And in addition to that, we have data protection enhancements where uh, folks can u- utilize a new feature called Snap Mirror Business Continuity. Uh, that's within the UI as well. We, we provided um, this way you can set it up intuitively. Something called network visualization is new to that point eight uh, as well, where users can visualize the connection of a specific port all the way to SVM or a specific volume. You can click on any part of the object in this interactive map to see that connection. And you can also see performance information on the port, um, you know, such as the throughput information that you can visualize that and be able to tell which port is will be overloaded and you can uh, spread out your load to other ports. But the good thing there is that you don't necessarily have to do that. So when you're building a new SVM or a new network interface or adding a new network interface, um, you can now do that automatically. It knows the amount of throughput and what's happening on that port and the number of network interfaces that are configured. So it can more intelligently balance it. So you don't have to figure out how much traffic is going through or how many network interfaces are on a particular port. It's automatic on tap nose. You want to move it later, rehome it. Sure. Go for it. In a new UI, you can also up to upgrade on tap easily in this cluster view UI where you can click on on tap upgrade and that will take you through a few steps and you'll be able to add image up on tap and upgrade your entire cluster environments. Then the whole thing is automated and only requires few clicks. And on in addition to that, there is another tab on the top. It says firmware update. So if you ever need to fir- update firmware on your disks or shelves from that place and by uploading the firmware 
file. Yeah, we have a, an entire insight session. It's a demo session on ONTAP upgrades made easy, where we go over the upgrade process and really how uh, streamlined it's become. We got network visualization. We've got you know single click firmware upgrades. We've got metric cluster simplicity. Um, we also have, I guess, what is it? Snap mirror uh, resync. Uh, automation, right? Yes. In addition to that, we have you know additional enhancements around data protection, so you can resync, reverse resync. Uh, those things are all enabled in the new uh, UI of 9.8. And another little goodie that you're able to use is the uh, hardware visualization. So it'll show you the controller, the switch, and if you're using a switched cluster, and the disk shelves. So you'll be able to see if a port is in use, you'll be able to see the speed of that port and, and how that port's configured, um, and the drives and, and where they are in the shelf, et cetera, et cetera. So nice little feature for those uh, customers running uh, the newer platforms. That's especially useful when you ever need to troubleshoot if it's an issue. Um, could be a cable disconnected on the whole side or backend switches or the storage side. You'd be able to visualize that. Uh, we made additional UI enhancements on top of the 9.7 version of the system manager. Um, so, you know, things like you, we memorize your filter settings and allow you to change uh, locking banners, right, directly from the system manager UI. So you don't have to go into CLI for that. And there are other things you will notice as you start using system manager. And I'm sure you're going to like the experience we built for around 9.8. So with System Manager, am I able to do things like, um, you know, backup configurations or do configuration comparisons? Or is that not something that's available yet? Like, for example, if I had a if I had a cluster where I wanted to, you know, back up the configuration in case something changed and I wanted to revert to it or I wanted to, to deploy it to other clusters to replicate that configuration, am, am I able to do that? No, but that's what the power of Ansible really is, right? So Ansible provides you the ability to repeatedly deploy a particular configuration or check and validate the configuration of a particular system. So um, while ONTAP doesn't have that capability built into System Manager, it's something that, that our customers are doing today from both the API perspective as well as from uh, by using Ansible. You mentioned Zappy getting deprecated eventually. How much time can I expect or is it something that's just kind of a moving target? It is a something that we're looking to do. Um, we're not going to surprise anybody. Not tomorrow. It's going to be uh, you know a considerable amount of time before that happens. So um, you know, reach out to your account reps or your SEs, and they can have that conversation with you on the more of the when. Um, but I would say that you know it's pretty safe to say we know that our customers are using the Zappy libraries, right? Uh, these Zappy APIs. So, you know, it's going to be a long transition and uh, we're not going to be deprecating them, you know, anytime soon. So uh, you'll have plenty of time to deploy and use Ansible or or rewrite to REST or, or what have you um, in, in the future. I guess with System Manager, it doesn't really matter because you're, you're not really thinking about the backend Zappies or REST APIs. It's just using them. It's more about when you have scripts that are built with Zappy, and that kind of goes outside the scope of System Manager at that point. Sure. But I, I do understand that 9.8 includes some documentation on how to translate those Zappies to REST APIs. So yes, we have a, a an API log that you can access to see the APIs that have been uh, executed on the system. We also have a, a Swagger documentation uh, interface where you can actually document and actually run the commands and test the commands. But remember, you're testing them on a live system. So if you issue a you know, delete volume, it's actually going to do that uh, within the interface. So uh, it's powerful um, and you have to exercise caution when when using that. But yeah, it's, uh, it's a 
fully documented API that's available directly in System Manager for all the different functions that there are APIs for. One thing we didn't really touch on for the new ONTAP 9.8 is uh, the new file systems analytic feature. Can you kind of go into a little more detail about that? File system analytics is new. It basically um, walks the a NAS volume, right? And looks at the modification times and access times and provides uh, you with a graphical and a table layout of, of the files and their access times. And so you can look at and see what are the most access and least access files. And then we also provide you with a just kind of a summary chart of the amount of data that's been you know, access that is hot, which is access within a certain period of time, and then what has not been accessed within over a year. And so you know, this is a tool that somebody can use to basically say, well, I have a lot of data that's been sitting here on a flash box. Why don't I think about using something like Fabric Pools uh, and tier that to a cloud tier, right? Now that we've introduced ONTAP S3 into ONTAP, now customers can actually try out the the tiering capabilities to another ONTAP system that may be running uh, rotational disks, right? Instead of keeping that data on the most expensive flash. And just a little quick disclaimer, right? ONTAP S3, while it provides the S3, you know, object access, um, it is not a replacement for a globally replicated enterprise S3 target like um, storage grid is, right? So file system analytics can help you understand the data better so that you can make smarter decisions about the the use and implementation of things like Fabric Pool. And if you, if you use the FSA feature, uh, you can use this for uh, novel detection, right? So if you have, by visualizing the graph, you can see a certain file being accessed in an abnormal way than it usually is. So um, that could be a you know, potential ransomware activity, right? So that's something that you look out for as well. So I know one thing that gets asked about a lot over the course of the past few years is the ability to use System Manager to manage individual SVMs. So we have a multi-tenant concept in ONTAP where you can have a storage virtual machine that can manage different file systems and different you know namespaces. Um, so does System Manager provide that access today? So no, it does not provide that today. We have we have heard that um, from many of our customers, our service providers, um, and that's again one of those things you want to reach out to your uh, account team to get more information about. All right, so it sounds like System Manager nine point eight has a lot of uh, good things coming to it. Uh, Yija, where can we find more information about System Manager nine point eight? Yeah, absolutely. We have um, constant contents for. A 9.8, and we have a, um, a tech presso, uh, which is for the, the few folks, uh, and we have YouTube videos. Uh, in addition to that, we have a couple blogs talking about this, and we will have we'll start rolling out additional contents to support you and get you ready for the 9.8. So you can find these online, and uh, you can also reach out uh, to me for additional questions or comments. Yeah, and don't forget to take a look at our insight session. So if you had registered and did not have the opportunity to view them, we've got a lot of different sessions on manageability uh, of the NetApp portfolio and products. Uh, so I encourage you to take a look at that where Iza will demonstrate, um, you know, some of the simplicity features that we have added, the new features that have been added and how to navigate around with the new UI. All right, Chris, uh, if we wanted to contact you, how do we do that? 
Yeah, you can get me on Twitter at, at Chris Geb, or you can contact me via email at cgeb at netapp.com. And Ejao. You can email me at ejao at netapp.com. All right, excellent. All right, that music tells me it's time to go. If you'd like to get in touch with us, send us an email to podcast at netapp.com or send us a tweet at netapp. As always, if you'd like to subscribe, find us on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, iHeartRadio, SoundCloud, Stitcher, or biotechontappodcast.com. If you like the show today, leave us a review. On behalf of the entire Tech on Tap podcast team, I'd like to thank Chris Gebhardt and Yu Zhuang for joining us today. As always, thanks for listening. Oh, yeah. Is it just me that's getting off on this? Oh, yeah.